Balanced Living Weekly, episode number 51 with Cliff Ravenscraft and Father Roderick. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Balanced Living Weekly. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And my name is Father Roderick. And we are here on a weekly basis. Uh, yeah, actually, we're doing pretty good at the weekly thing now. Uh, but we are here <laughs> weekly to talk about living a more balanced and healthy lifestyle, and not just in the physical fitness area, while we do cover that, uh, but in other areas of our lives, our our family lives, our, our business, the, the work that we do, um, and, and just our spiritual lives as well. So that we, we covered all here on Balanced Living Weekly, and Father Roderick and I are both, hopefully... I, I can't speak for Father Roderick, but I'll let him speak for himself. But both recovering from some some momentary Ill, illness. Is that right? Absolutely. Actually, uh, you might hear some background noise here because I am not in my usual radio studio. I'm actually in Rotterdam, which is one of the big cities of, uh, of my country. And I am uh, having a whole week where I do TV reporting. There's a huge international religious event here that is uh, inspired by monks from Taizé in France. And uh, there are 30,000 young people from all sorts of denominations, Protestant, Catholic, uh, and everything in between. Um, And they've got this huge gathering, and I've been uh, producing television programs uh, all week long. And so it's it's a small miracle that I'm even online, and it's a small miracle that I'm actually able to do this, because you won't believe it. Right before Christmas, I get struck with the flu, and it almost completely leveled me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, you were not feeling or sounding all that great last week, so... So uh, it sounds to me like a lot of answered prayers uh, on behalf of many people to to get you to the where you have the strength and the ability to do this. Yeah, it was. It, I was panicking. I was completely panicking. Of course, I, I heard your stories, you know, with strep and everything, and I know that it can completely derail you. So I get the flu just two days before Christmas. And uh, you might know that I work in a city where we have a lot of churches. And so Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, I have to go to all these churches and there's no plan B. There's no, I don't have a clone. I don't have a, a, (laughs) there's no backup priest that you can just, uh, uh, you know, uh, put in my place. And so I went to see the doctor uh, on the day before Christmas, actually, you know, just before Christmas Eve. And I, I, I told her, because it was actually a replacement uh, doctor, I told her, you know, I don't, I don't care what you do. You can put anything in me. I will eat, uh, drink, uh, or, or otherwise consume any m- medication as long as I'm able to, you know, survive Christmas. And then I've got, oh, and by the way, I've got a whole week <laughs> where I will be working basically from 7 o'clock in the morning till 10 o'clock in the evening. And so I saw, she was like, um, I am not sure that that's a good idea. And so she checked my lungs. And at that time, my lungs were still clear. So she gave me, uh, uh, but I told her that I'm, I've got a history of chronic bronchitis. And so every, um, every year that comes back if I'm not careful. And so she, uh, she gave me uh, antibiotics, like the whole, you know, like 20 pills that I had to take three times a day. And, um, and I, I made it. I was able to to survive Christmas, but it was all it was literally survival. I, I mean, geez, because those celebrations are long, you know. So I started at eight, and I was you know in bed at, at, at two o'clock in the morning, and then the next day was pretty terrible too. And then I had to take the train and 
now I've been working all the time. And I'm, so I'm, I feel like I'm a little bit drugged. Um, I, some people think that I'm uh, very spiritual, but actually I'm just, you know, under the influence of all those, all that medication. And sometimes my voice uh, just disappears, but I'm still here. And man, and uh, am I glad that we have antibiotics because without it, I don't know what I would do. Wow. That, that is, that is amazing. I'm so thankful that, that you're feeling well enough to do all of that. Um, my own journey, the, the past week, you know, I, I, I had the sinus infection. I'm still slightly getting over it. I, I, and I, I can just sense that I, you know, I still have a little bit of a cough and stuff like that. But one of the things that that's been amazing, uh, for me is you obviously heard last week. I mean, last week, last week, it just took everything just for me to, to get behind the microphone and just to move uh-huh. forward. I mean, I was just really down. Yeah. And, um, you know, I've had a lot of time. As a matter of fact, the last 10 days have been a, a, a lot of quiet uh, refl- self-reflection, just looking at myself and evaluating where I am, my priorities, and and uh, just really sensing God saying, you know, hey, I need to get your attention and I need to speak to your heart and trying to hear the voice of God after really not not paying a lot of attention, you know, purposed, purposeful attention to the voice of God for for a couple of weeks, if not a couple months, um, has, has really, it, it was difficult at first. I'm like, okay, what do you got to say? I mean, tell me, you know, can we just get through this painful experience and, and, and I can just get back on the receiving ends of your blessings. This would be great. And, uh, of course it just wasn't coming fast enough for me. And, and I just, you know, I, I wasn't able to work. I wasn't inspired. I shared all that stuff. Well, um, it wasn't a matter of fact I'm sitting there thinking it's like, okay, I'm just going day by day and I'm just doing what, you know, what I need to do just to keep moving forward. But I just don't feel inspired or motivated. I, I just, I'm just, I'm just going through the motions. That's, that's what it was for, for, you know, a good solid two or three weeks this month. Right. And three days ago, I don't even know who it was. And I've asked, I've asked on social media. So I sent out social media message on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn, and, and I can't find who did this, but uh-huh. somebody heard, listened to episode 483 of Pursuing a Balanced Life, mm-hmm. and they said, Cliff, you might be interested in reading um, you know, the autobiography of George Mueller. I saw you tweeting about that, or at least I think I, your Kindle was tweeting about it. Yeah, is my Kindle. Correct? Yeah, my Kindle. <laughs> I was like, uh, wait a minute. Yeah, my Kindle my, is auto tweeting. My Kindle has a, its own Twitter account, so that um, it, the Kindle has the ability to actually share quotes from a book, and you can put a little status update with it, and it'll actually put a link to that actual quote on the Amazon website. Cool. It's really neat. And uh, so, so, who's the, who's the guy that you were? Uh, George reading? George Mueller. I had never heard of this guy before in my life. Me neither. Um, and it, and his last name is M U L L E R. Only it, he's a he was German, and and so there's the umlaut in the U. Yeah, just like in my name, right? <laughs> Two dots. Exactly. So basically, George, and it's it's pronounced Mueller. And mm-hmm. um, this guy was a missionary. He was a Christian uh, missionary. Missionary, and uh, he basically uh, at one point in his uh, in, in his early part of his his called ministry. He broke free from the organization that was going to send him to another part of the world to do ministry, and he felt God calling him to go ahead and get started right away. They wouldn't send him, so he went ahead and just started right there in London where he was at. And uh, and and at one point, he finally said, "You know, you know, I I feel it is important that you know that I don't seek 
man's direction for what I should be doing and not doing in ministry. And I don't want my, my pay to be tied to somebody, you know, and if they don't like what I say or how I preach or, you know, and stuff like that, then, so basically he broke right. free and he says, you know what? And he was offered an opportunity to, to minister within a church, to be their pastor. And he says, right. I'll do this only on one uh, condition. And that is that you, uh-huh. that you will do away with all salaries for the pastor of the church. I, right. I do not want to receive a salary from anybody within this church. And I don't want, ever, I don't. Uh-huh. And he says, I'm going to trust and depend on God to meet my daily needs. And yes. I, and, and, and then, so basically what he would do is he would he made a vow that he would never tell another person about his financial situation. He would never speak of his financial need. He would never speak of where things are. He would just go about doing the things that God had placed on his heart to do. And he would pray for any temporal need he had, whether it be clothing, really? whether it be food or whatever. And, and he showed, and basically this autobiography is all about um, him sharing his journal that he wrote in each day. And uh-huh. he shares time and time again where he would be praying about, you know, the need, you know, the needs for food and the need to, you know, he wants to start this, you know, um, Bible missionary or this missionary program where they supply Bibles to other people in another country. And everything he ever asked for in prayer, God laid it on somebody else's heart to just donate that money to him without him asking. And there's kind of what, what I would call almost living, uh, in providence you you completely abandon yourself to god and he will ha- he will take care of what you need and that's is that what it is that's exactly what it is it, it was exactly that and so much so uh-huh. that george Mueller one day decided you know he, he did he did eventually he got married and he, uh-huh. he and he went into ministry and, and he partnered with a a, a guy he, he named his name was brother crake uh, I don't know anything else about him. But anyway, mm-hmm. uh, these were the only other two people. And, and of course, he and his wife and Brother Craig all lived together in one home. But um, they, he, the only other people he ever shared where his financial situation was with his, was with his wife and his partner in ministry, Brother Craig. And the three of them, right. the three of them never would speak of their financial need ever. And uh-huh. God continued to provide anything he asked for in prayer, he got Cool. And, 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 and I mean, there would be, I mean, obviously you could read this and you could be very skeptical, but me mm-hmm. being who I am and, and how much I've seen God and witnessed God, uh, in the last, you know, several years of my life, I, I recognize this to be something that, yeah, this is true. I, I, I know I've seen this before and, uh, so much so it, it, it gets a little bit crazy, but at one point he decides that he wants to start an orphanage. An orphanage? He wants to he wants to create an orphanage. And so he, okay. he has it on his heart that, that God would want him to care for the orphans in Bristol. And he ha- obviously this guy has no salary, right? So how is yeah, he gonna sure. run an orphanage? Well uh-huh. he, he says, you know, he, he prayed about it and, and definitely felt this was what God wanted him to do. And before you know it, money started coming in for an orphanage. Really? And he started, He and basically he rented a house. He then started a second orphanage. And by the way, all the money for paying the the, the staff, you know, the, the, the laborers, yes. all the sure. money came in as answers to prayer, uh, never publicly speaking of their needs. Uh, all the food and resources, the clothing and all the stuff for the orphans, all answers to prayer directly from him to God, nobody else knowing the needs. 
And he says, you know what? I want to build, I want to actually build an orphan house. And I'm actually, and the way I wanted, and and his entire life was devoted to proving to people that you can place your trust in God alone and no man and God alone to provide for your needs for anything he calls you to do. God will richly supply. Uh Uh-huh. And he says, I'm going to, and I'm going to build this, I'm going to build this orphanage for 300 people. He built a building for 300 orphans. And, wow. and as soon as he made the decision to do it, he held a public meeting just to announce that he was doing it. He did not speak of the financial need to do it. He didn't explain yeah. that, you know, the day before sure. they only had like three shillings to their name, but thousands and thousands of pounds started rolling in and just from everywhere. And, and, and long story short, he built another orphanage uh, for another 700 people. Yeah. And, and here you go. This, this guy lived, you know, did ministry 20, 30 some odd years and never once drew a salary. And basically what he says, you know, if you, if you calculate how much a salary of what he was doing in ministry, if he was paid a salary, he would get X number of pounds. And yet from this man who had zero salary, over the course of 30 years was able to basically supply for all of the needs of more than 1000 orphans. He was able 1, to help 1000 children. 1000 children. Oh wow. And not only yeah. that, not only that, but also he was able to provide for the needs of so many countless number of poor people that he helped through the time that weren't orphans, but just poor people. And not only that, but he also created a thing uh, early in his ministry called the Institute for Scriptural Knowledge, which was a a missionary organization that provided literally tens of thousands of copies of the Bibles in many languages around the world. Yeah. All of this from a guy who has zero salary. You know, in a way, Cliff, it it, it does... I think it, this is almost the equivalent on a religious level of what you and I have talked about a lot, which is if you, if you follow your passion, if you really feel that this is what I need to do in life, you don't have to, to worry about money or to get the means. If, if you follow your passion, things will fall into place. And sometimes you're like, how is this even possible? Where does this come from? How, how, how does everything come together? Um, but you have to be sure that it's really what you feel you need to do, that it's really your vocation, but then you need, you don't need to worry. And here, here's the thing there, there, I'm going to read to you two quotes from this, from, from his book that I, that, that my Kindle shared out on the web. Yeah. One of them, he says, you know, when you, when you're entering into your career, your vocation, whatever you feel God calling you to do, the questions you need to ask yourself, why do I carry on this business? Why am I engaged in this trade or profession? These questions should first be settled in the fear of God and in accordance to his revealed will. We will then answer honestly, I carry on my business as a servant of Jesus Christ. He has commanded me to work and therefore I work. Whether a believer chooses to become a missionary, a teacher, a carpenter, or a businessman, he will be Mm -hmm. blessed and find satisfaction in his career as long as he is doing it for the glory of God. Wow. I like that. And so that was one of them. And let me tell you, and this right here is the ultimate. I've been, I shared last week, or at least I shared in in Pursuing a Balanced Life, episode 483, that Mm -hmm. I shared that, you know, I got really worried and very anxious and and had a lot yeah. of anxiety this month because i have not been able to work 
I literally have not been able to do anything of my own power to generate income this month. My my consulting calls have been at an all time low. Um, my you know I'm God has laid it on my heart, and I I feel I felt called to actually give up a portion, a, a, a decent portion of my income by no longer doing the virtual assistant podcast, which has a very successful sponsorship. Right. And I felt called to give that up. And I'm sitting there, I'm not earning, you know, I don't feel like I'm doing anything to earn any money this month. And, um, and, and, and I'm giving, I'm think God's want me to give this up to do, I don't even know what yet. And, and I'm not being able to wear, I'm, I, I'm unmotivated. I'm uninspired. I'm like, am I going to get this, you know, this inspiration back so I can get going again? And I'm just not getting it. And, and all of a sudden I'm feel, I'm, you know, two weeks into December, I'm afraid. I'm afraid. Am I going really? to be able to pay myself? Really? Yeah. I, that's literally, and, and what I, that's un, I mean, I'm surprised because that's, that's uncharacteristic for you. I know. You're always the guy who's like, I'm just going for it and, you know, it'll be okay. And well, and, that, and that's the thing. And, and what happened was is so, so early on in my, in my career, I, I remember when t- t- the money wasn't there. <laughs> it's like there wasn't, yeah. a, it wasn't a question of whether or not I was going to be able to pay myself. It's just pretty much a known fact that at the end of this month, I might or might not have a paycheck. I don't know. I remember that was the first year of my career. Um, you know, that's what it was like. And I'm like, but you know what? I feel, I definitely know that I'm doing what God wants me to do. And I was seeking his w- discernment and, and his direction on a regular basis. I was actually recording that almost daily devo- do- devotional all the time. And, and matter of fact, if you go and listen to any of those at almost daily devotional.com, it's all about my anxiety and fear <laughs> and my trust yeah. in God for my daily needs. And, and I remember, and God always provided. I never, fa- never failed that God provided. And here I am at the, what happened was I got so focused on my successes that I've had this year. And I got so excited about it that I really started to believe that it was me that created all that. And I shared all that last week and we had a great, somebody uh, shared a great scripture that I read in last week's episode of Balanced Living Weekly. And uh, when it all came down to it, this is what God has ultimately been trying to communicate to my heart. I, I am crystal clear on this one. This is what God wanted to speak to me. And these are actually directly the words of George Mueller from his autobiography. This, uh-huh. is, this is what it says. Any occupation can be used to serve the Lord, but certain principles must be followed in secular work. The Christian must guard against any attitudes or practices that will keep him from experiencing God's abundant prosperity. God is not likely to bless anything that leads a believer to depend more on himself or his circumstances than the living God. And what I realized (laughs) is I got to the place where I was relying more on the gifts and the talents that God had given me to provide for my daily needs yeah. Rather than putting my trust in God for those daily needs. Right. Wow. So this that that book is really like a wake up call. Yeah. Kind of refocusing you on perhaps things that you already knew, but you sometimes just forget about. Uh, exactly. I matter of fact, I remember I shared with you it's like I'm I'm praying that I can return to the faith that that you know that initially got me, you know, to this place. Mm-hmm. And, and so, yeah, I, I, that's, that's, a, I feel like it's a, it, it is, it has been a week that has returned me to the faith that I needed and, and to remind me of why it is I do what I do and why their success. And, and so 
this week I've been sick, you know, I haven't been working yeah. as much. I definitely have, I, I, I don't want to go into bronchitis. I have, I've made sure I have a minimum of seven hours of sleep. Ironically, mm-hmm. George Mueller has an entire like four or five paragraphs about in his journal about how much sleep is important and how too much sleep is, is also a bad thing as well. So okay. it's like God speaking to me through this guy from 1850. <laughs> it's, this is crazy. <laughs> So I, well, I, it, it goes to show that um, it doesn't really matter uh, how old you are or not even the century in which things are written. I think that people are the same since the beginning of creation until now. And there are some just basic things that if we, if we uh, focus on that, uh, we, will, we will reach our, our purpose. And, and if, we, uh, if we don't, if we don't take care of certain very f- fundamental things, then, uh, you know, it, it, things still go wrong. It's, uh, nothing has changed, I think, throughout history. Exactly. You, here's, the, here's the thing. You know, so, so if you read this autobiography, it seems a little... I mean, there was a point where I got around the 60% through the whole thing. Uh, and, uh-huh. and, and it almost became formulaic. And it kind of... I hate to say this, and, and dear God, don't, don't strike me dead, but it kind of got boring after a little bit. It's like, oh, we're in my worst needs ever. This is, it's never been so bad and God yeah. has not answered me yet. And, and I prayed today and on my way home, you know, uh-huh. so-and-so sent me this and it's like, yay God. And it's like, it's like, dude, can't you? And of course I'm, I'm looking at myself in a mirror all the times God's so richly blessed. And then I, every yeah. time it's like, oh, God's not. And, and so I, I finished this. By the way, I read this entire autobiography in three days, which is unlike me. At wow. Yeah. Read the entire autobiography in three days, finished it last night. Last night, I laid my head on my pillow. And by the way, before I, I, I say this, um, uh, during, you know, I, two weeks ago, I was just really depressed. It's like, am I going to yeah. be able to make it? But I, you know, all this stuff that I've been doing, you know, this residual income, this passive income stuff, I've been noticing that the money, even though I have no consulting calls and I'm not doing any new webinars, I've been noticing that the money has still been coming in. Money has still been coming in. We added like five new plus members the other day. And, right. And, um, you know, people have been buying my digital products off the website. And one of my existing clients uh, hired me to create a website. $950 came in for that. And, right, and, right, and right, just right, all right. of this stuff, money's still coming in, still coming in, still coming in. And it's coming in steady. And then all of a sudden, last night, um, I, I laid my head on my pillow and I said, God, I, I get it. I, I get it. I need to just trust in you. And, and I'm going to rest. I'm going to I'm gonna make a commitment. I'm resting. I'm going to bed at 10 o'clock tonight. I'm going to get plenty of sleep before my show tomorrow. I trust you for everything. And right as I laid my head on my pillow, my phone does this little push notification and it's from Skype, and it was a three thousand, three three thousand three hundred ninety two dollars and fifty cent wow. deposit in my <laughs> PayPal account. As if to say, "Hey, Cliff, just go to bed. I'll take care of business." <laughs> it was. I like that. It you was. know, in a way, it, it's very similar to the experience that I've had this week, uh, where I had no idea whether I was able to do this this whole reporting and you know the TV stuff, and we had no plan B and everything. But I was like. God, I don't know. I've just, I volunteered to do this. And if you want me to do this, then make, make sure that I can give me somehow, give me the energy to do this. And, um, and then I I was just like, we'll see. And I was not worried. I was not stressed, which is totally unlike what I normally would be. I would totally freak out 
Whereas now I'm like, uh, well, uh, the proof is in the pudding. I, I've made it so far. It's been, a, a, I had a complete blast. I was able to do a lot of things. I, I've been, you know, doing stuff that I've never done before in my life. And somehow it all just flows and it goes. And, and I still don't understand how it's possible because normally I should be in the hospital right now and I'm not. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm doing this, uh, this talk with you when, and, and in five minutes I have to go to the main hall to do some more filming. And yet it just all falls in place. I have no, I, sometimes I just think that I'm not even in charge, you know. There's someone else who's taking care of all this. And the only thing that I need to do is just say, well, here I am. Just go ahead, do whatever you need me to do. And um, I'm here, I'm available. And that is the result is beyond my capacity. And I'm just blown away. It, that's exactly it. And, and in fact, you know, the, you know, every year I have like, you know, the word of the year, there was, there was the year of, um, oh, the year of community. There was the year of, I, I can't remember what they have all been, but I, I feel like the big thing I need to focus on is I, I have no doubt that, that things are going to continue to grow business, you know, all that stuff, some really exciting things, but I I just want to say that that in 2011 my major goal is that I pray that I will not lose sight of what I learned in December of 2010. Isn't it amazing that uh, this is the second time that I remember that you've gone through a bit of a crisis, also health wise, and yet the moment you get out of that crisis, you've learned so much, and there's been so much new insight that. Um, it's it has it has changed you isn't that amazing i mean the last yeah. time was that when you got ill and you were in the hospital and you thought you were going to die and that that was a huge kind of like a a, a shift in your yeah. life and a realization you know I, I have to do this this is where i have to go and now i see the same thing happening isn't, isn't it amazing how sometimes what what when you are in front of it, you think this is a crisis. This is only negative. I'm, you know, how, what am I going to do now? I have no energy anymore. No, there's no future. And then at the other end of the tunnel, you're like, this has been, yeah, it's been tough, but it's still, it's also been amazing. Yeah. Especially the fact that, um, you know, every, every single aspect of it. I mean, even with my new assistant, and again, I always, I always fear saying this as like, God, please forgive me. And Andrea, please forgive me. But with with the situation that I have with my new assistant, things are better now than they were before because just because of her internet exp- uh, uh-huh. pr- connection. I mean, the first four episodes or the first three episodes of today that were recorded already online. <laughs> she That's processes awesome. them all. It's it's just yeah. unbelievable. <laughs> anyway, it's great to hear. <laughs> Father uh. Roderick, I'm so glad to hear that you're doing well and that things are going great for you there. I have been praying for you and, and that you you would be able to accomplish the things that you needed. And and uh, I hadn't heard from you, so I'm, I'm glad to hear today that things are great. It definitely helped. And uh, I know that a lot of people are praying for me, and, and I do believe that that is also part of the solution to the problem. And uh, I still have a long way to go when it comes to getting stronger again. And I, I just really miss being able to work out. You know, when you're ill and when you've got the flu, there's just nothing you can do. And uh, so I'm not paying much attention to what I eat. It's just like at the end of the day, I, I go to bed and I was like, oh, well, you know, <laughs> oh, well, we'll it's, see. I'll get better. I'll run my marathon this this year and uh, I just have to trust it. <laughs> absolutely. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm looking forward to entering into 2011 
with all the things that we've learned in the past and all the things that God's got prepared for us in the future. So, uh, me too. <laughs> we'll be back it's again next be- week, right? Yes, in a new year. Unbelievable. I can't believe how fast this year has gone by. And, and at the same time, I'm so blessed and so thankful for everything that I've been able to, uh, to experience. Also, the experience of doing this show with you and everything that we've shared. Uh, yeah, this is the year. This, this is history. This was the year that Cliff and Father Roderick met and had oh, a burrito. Yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. We made the pilgrimage to Chipotle together. World history, Cliff. Awesome. <laughs> and I will always remember it. <laughs> and we have pictures and video. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to Balanced Living Weekly. We encourage you to give us a call at 859-795-4067. Happy New Year and God bless you guys.